Thank you so much for joining the Falling for Learning podcast. I am T.D. Flanagh, a National Board Certified Educator and Parent who is on a mission to ensure that parents have the strategies, resources, and skills needed to make sure that they know how to get their kids on track for learning and to stay on track for success. Welcome to Falling for Learning podcast. Today, we are honoring my mother-in-law who passed away. She's definitely a testament of a parent who gave what her children needed as learners and supported them. Some of her children, of her seven children, are college grads. But they have the skills, no matter what, to be independent. Some are nurses. They are members of a society that have kids that are there to live their dreams. She was raised in the South and is a sharecropper and was able to successfully raise some Black boys into excellence. And It's commendable, and I hope this show honors her today. Welcome, everyone, to the Fall for Learning podcast. We have with us today Damon Fletcher. He is going to speak to uh, one aspect and one method for helping kids to fall in love with learning. We're going to have him introduce you himself. Thanks again. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Damon Fletcher. I'm the founder and the CEO of a company called Train of Thought. And we teach kids how to play chess in a nutshell, but it's actually a lot more than that. It's critical thinking skills, it's problem solving, it's self-confidence, it's discipline, it's determination, it's courage, and and so many other things, you know, that come from uh, just playing the game and uh, going through the process of learning and developing your skill level. All right. So if you could tell us a little bit about when you started your organization and what got you into starting this, like what pulled you into it or what was a spark for you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I grew up in the city of Compton in the 80s and I had a rough time, you know, as a child growing up and in the circumstances that I grew up in. I lived in a low income apartment community. 
and it was plagued with drugs and gangs and violence. Okay. Um, I was surrounded by it. I, I woke up to it and, and went to sleep to it every night, you know. Um, and so it was challenging to navigate around all those circumstances to sort of make something of myself, you know, and not fall victim or prey to, you know, the gangs and drugs and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so I learned how to play chess when I was 13. It was the summer between middle school and high school for me. Uh, my best friend, Alfesia Thomas, who I went to elementary, middle, and high school with. Uh, his mother and my mother were close friends. They worked together, and we became fast friends as well. Well, that summer, he learned how to play chess from his father, and his dad you know, worked very hard, so he didn't have time to play, so he needed someone to play with, so he taught me, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> completely changed my life because I fell in love. I literally fell in love with the game of chess. Like, I, you know, I, it's all I thought about all day. I'm in school. I'm daydreaming about chess moves instead of the math and science that I'm supposed to be thinking about. Yeah. And I played every day. I spent every free moment that I had playing chess. No exaggeration. Literally every free moment that I had, I spent in front of a chessboard playing with either my friend. And I also learned to play with some of the, um, I'd call them knuckleheads in my neighborhood. Some of them, you know, some of them, most of them learned how to play chess in prison. And, uh, you know, I I found it interesting that I was able to engage in in the game with them in this way. But anyway, long story short, from playing the game so often and so much, it taught me decision-making skills. You know, it taught me how to identify all of the options, analyzing the consequences that might arise from each one, and then choosing the one that would lead to the most desirable result for myself, you know? And so I use these skills when making decisions to help me navigate around all those challenging circumstances. And it just led to such greater outcomes for me than many of my other peers that I grew up with. And when I went away to college, I had this amazingly profound experience at Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. All right. And I, re- I returned to Compton only to find out that my friends didn't have the same experience. So a lot of this is just um, giving access to the same skills that I learned through the game of chess to kids who deserve the opportunities, the same opportunities that I did. Excellent. Amazing story. Um, I went to Clark Atlanta University, so the same Atlanta University Center, not exactly the same, but okay, yes, right across the street. Yes, absolutely. Um, so when did you start your organization? I started in 2006. And tell us the name of the organization, like, tell us the name of it. Train of Thought. Uh, that you know, it, it came because I was I was thinking about what I was going to call the organization at the time. There was a, a popular hip hop album I was listening to that was titled Train of Thought. It's Talib Kweli. And I thought it was like the best album ever. <laughs> you know, So I had it on repeat at the time. And I was like, wait, that would make a great title for the chess organization. And so I just I, I kept it. And uh, yeah, and, you know, one thing just led to another. So can you tell us how how your organization works or, you know, how you uh, get kids or where do you work? Can you tell us a little bit about the structure of it? 
Certainly, yeah. Um, so I started the program by teaching foster children. I was basically just volunteering to teach foster children in my neighborhood. I figured that they stood to gain the most um, from the benefits of chess because they are facing so many real life challenges already. Absolutely. Um, and so I started there and then I wanted to reach more students because there are certainly more kids that could benefit from the game. So I started at my local elementary school, the elementary school I graduated from in Watts, uh, Florence Griffith Joyner Elementary School. And uh, I got my first contract there. And then, you know, one turned into two, two turned into four, four turned into eight. And I think today we're servicing something like 150 schools just in the Los Angeles area alone. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, it's a big, it's, it's gone. <laughs> it's gotten out of control. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so what would, is your ultimate goal as a leader of this organization? And if you're thinking ahead of five years, what um, would you want your um, organization to have accomplished or what's the vision? You know, the vision for the company is pretty simple. Um, it's every school, every student, every day. Um, we believe that students in general, across the board, kinder through 12th grade, should have access to this game, you know, um, at every, no matter what school they go to. Um, you know, schools are educating kids, and I haven't found a better way to stimulate and engage and develop a student's mind through a game. You know what I mean? It's it's so powerful. It's so magnetic, so attractive. And everybody loves it. Boy, girl, rich, poor, you know, this none of it matters. You know what I mean? And it's it's just a game that I think everyone deserves to be exposed to. Amazing. So can you tell us like some linkages between the academics um, or behavior and school, you know, how it benefits kids? Uh, our audience is parents. Uh, this podcast is to help parents to understand some strategies, some tips, some information to help with their kids, get them on track and make sure they stay on track uh, for learning and success. Yeah, there are a ton of academic benefits, you know, that, that are connected to chess. Um, the list is incredibly long, um, much too long for us to talk about today. Um, but I'll list a few things. Um, chess essentially is problem solving. The game itself is just a big problem that you're trying to solve. Um, but it's also memorization. It's analyzation, it's pattern recognition, it is, you know, calculation, which is math, it's critical thinking, it's logical reasoning, um, there's something, it's planning, it's visualization, it's concentration, it's, it's focus, it's so many things um, that are helpful to kids um, in so many academic you know, um, aspects, you know, when they're, when they're going through school, these are, these are traits that are applicable to almost any subject, you know, you need these skills and chess develops them so fast, so quickly. Um, it's almost magical to see, um, you know, when the, you know, eyes start lighting up and then there are these, you know, character development benefits as well. 
Um, the first thing you see when kids start playing chess, no matter what age they are, is the self-confidence. You know, chess is uh, an intellectual sport, if you will. Okay. And so kids pick up on this really quickly. And I love when, you know, like the kid who may not be performing well academically mm-hmm. plays chess against the kid who's at the top of the class. Okay. And wins, you know what I mean? The yeah. confidence goes through the roof, you know what I mean? Because if I can beat you at chess, then, you know, perhaps I should be at the top of the class, right. you know what I yes. mean? And this just transfers to every single academic area. Um, but that's the first thing you see. But there's a ton, there's a whole long list of, you know, uh, character benefits that we see every day. Hello, parents and caregivers. Join us every Wednesday for our Well-Educated Wednesdays on Instagram Live from 5.30 to 6 o'clock. We will be getting your questions answered about how to get kids on track for learning and to stay on track for success. It's free and you can ask any question that you would like. We're here to serve you and to make sure that you have the tools and strategies needed to make sure your kids are a success. And you can make sure that next generation is on a path to greatness. Excellent. Okay, so can you tell us like what kind of messages or information do you have for parents um, about as they're helping their kids learn and grow and navigate, you know, education and, uh, you know, just the different trials and tribulations as as a kid? I see. Um, So, you know, it's what's interesting about chess is it's it's like a mirror almost. You know, it, it shows you yourself in a way that we don't see a lot in games. Like literally in chess, you're creating and you're solving your own problems on the chessboard. Um, it's a beautiful game in that way. And so because you're creating the problems that you're solving, many in many cases, in, in most cases, the challenges that you face in your life are they come about as a result of the way that you think you know and so those challenges show up on the chessboard and solving the problems on the chessboard often gives you a path that you can take to finding the solution to that problem in life it's just so dynamic and so beautiful in that way and, um, you know, I, I can't just like pinpoint one specific way because, like I said, you're creating and solving the problems yourself. So it's really just a reflection of the problems that you may be facing in your life. But we've seen children use the, the, the skills that they build from the game and apply them to some of the challenges that they're having in their lives, in their own personal lives. And they just thrive, you know. Like I think about some of the foster children I was serving. Um, my first student um, had a, a, a man, it's, it's so such a lack of self confidence, you know, and just you know self esteem. Um, this is a, a kid 
you know, who had been moving from home to home, who had been moving from school to school, um, having trouble uh, connecting, you know, with just people in general and, uh, you know, falling behind, you know, academically, you know, and, you know, having struggling to read and all these sorts of things. And these things can be like quicksand, you know, when, you know, you're experiencing them. But I started teaching him the game of chess. And because he was so skillful at the game of chess, it was confirmation that he had what it took to be good at anything else that he wanted to do. And so that kid went off to college. You know what I mean? That kid is working. He's got a family. He's doing very well, you know, for himself right now. And he checks in every now and then. And I'm always proud when I I see him to see all the things he's doing. So I really like the way that you uh, talk about some of the parallels between life and the game. And you really do um, really provide some examples of how to fall in love with learning, really, because, you know, a lot of our parents want to kind of make kids do things or, you know, and we know that that doesn't always work and it's not always successful. We have a small group. But our goal with this podcast is to think about how we could increase the number of kids that are doing well and to really help parents to uh, identify those levers and strategies that are going to help their kids move forward. Um, So I really thought, I think, you know, we're really glad to have you, honored to work with, uh, you know, to be able to interview you today and to hear more about your program. Um, If parents want to get in um, in contact with you or students, like how would they reach out to you or do they have to go through a school program or can they uh, work with you um, outside of the school program? So there's multiple ways to get involved and get your child involved in our program. Schools is our, you know, our, our bread and butter. This is where, you know, our vision is to, to make chess accessible at every school. Um, it's a program that I just deeply believe that parents should not have to pay for. And so this is the reason that schools are, you know, are, are, the, are the place that we seek the most. So that's where we would start is trying to get the chess program at the school. And it's a win-win. It's a win for the school because of you know, all the academic and social benefits of chess for every student, you know, we teach. And of course, it's a win for the parent because they end up you know, getting their child involved in the program without having to pay for it themselves. However, if that's not a possibility, um, for we've also opened up a, a virtual chess club. It is a virtual space, but we meet weekly and it's an hour on Wednesdays from four to five um, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's $50 a month for that um, that club, that chess club. And uh, there's about there's about 20, 25 students or so that meet with us weekly and we engage in chess and learn and have fun just exploring the games and the beauty and whatnot. Um, so that's always accessible. And then I also give private lessons as well. Um, I, unfortunately, because I'm so busy in the schools, I'm only available for private lessons on Saturdays. And my schedule fills up really fast because parents start booking in advance and stuff. So it can be kind of challenging to get a lesson in. Um, but it's it's another platform that is available. And I'm accessible. You know, you can reach us on our Instagram page, which is trainofthought.us. 
um, you can just give us a call if you like at 213-600-7022. You can also email me directly at dfletcher at chesstrain.org. If you want more information or if you want to get your child or school involved in our program, I'll be happy to help. Uh, so if you could repeat that one more time, your contact information, and then we'll make sure we put it the link when we uh, publish the podcast as well. Absolutely. So again, our Instagram page is trainofthought.us. And you can also reach us via telephone at 213-600-7022. And you can also email me at dfletcher at chesstrain.org. And if you just want to find out more information about the program and see some of our work, you can do that on our website as well, which is www.chesstrain.org. Again, thank you so much for coming on our show. Do you want to leave us with any final thoughts or any other information that um, for parents and the kids that they um, are raising? You know, the one thing that I want to leave you with is that chess is a very special game that uh, everyone should be exposed to, even the parents, you know. Um, and so I, I, you know, my greatest wish is that parents create an opportunity for their kids to get exposed to the game. Now, the timing, you know, sometimes is not always right. You know, sometimes the kids aren't ready, but there should be some opportunity for your child to be exposed to the game of chess and all its benefits at some point. And so I'm here for you when you're ready. All right. Thank you again, Mr. Fletcher, so much for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, and thank you, audience. Again, we're here every Saturday. Uh, with our new episode. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us at the Falling for Learning podcast. We are here every week. Saturdays at 5 p.m. is when we drop our new episode. Please listen in every week for those strategies and tips to keep you and the next generation on track for success. You can also find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash at fall for learning. Again, that's youtube.com at fall, the number four learning. We really appreciate you and we are here on a mission to make sure that that next generation is on track for success and on track for learning. Thanks again. I'm T.D. Flanagh. Have a wonderful week.